put Maka in the kangaroo suit and let him bounce around. And welcome to episode 58 of Star Trek. Episode, this episode is titled, What Are We Doing? Uh, and it's entirely in reference to Anthony, who appears to be whispering at the camera right now. Um, yep. He is back. He has taken a, it's been, what, three weeks since you've been on, Anthony? Four weeks? I don't know. It's like been a four, long, a long time. Um, this is the first show Anthony's done with us in August. I think that's actually probably like the easiest way. Yeah. So welcome to the show. Uh, thank you for being with us again. I know it's your show as well, so it's kind of weird to say it like that, uh. but... Yeah. It's good to have you back. I'm hoping that you're all recovered. We didn't share any of your news with anyone, so you maybe get to do that on the show if you want to as well. Oh, nice. Um, Yay. <laughs> so, yeah, um, we'll kick it off with that in just a second. But thank you, everyone, for being with us. We believe, we are really hopeful that this is one of the last shows before the balance day is late. Um, because, man, does the game suck right now. Uh, I was just at a tournament myself this weekend. I know, Jeremy, I don't think you took the weekend off. Um, Anthony, you're taking the edition off at this point, basically. Whoa, whoa, uh, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> <laughs> relax. Well, I mean, I saw your performance at WTC and I assumed you weren't practicing, so. Yeah, Ooh. that's a tough talk from fucking down there and get wrecked by Australia land, cunt. <laughs> no, uh, I mean, it's easy to, it's easy to punch up, right? Like it's a lot harder to punch down. You, it's really hard for you to reach all the way to the ground. Well, so. yeah. Well, no, actually for me, it's real easy to punch down. Well, no, I assume, especially... like, I assume like your arms would be proportionally shorter, right? So it's like. No, you just bend my legs like this much and I can hit the ground. Uh, okay. that, that's yeah. um, and to keep it wildly on topic. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So this, this episode, we're going to be doing a little bit of the standard stats and such coverage, but mostly we're going to be running through Anthony's WTC as part of Team America, who has. I'm pretty sure everybody who's covered a modicum of 40k coverage will know came second to the WTC this year, uh, which is well done. Uh, now only seven singles players in the trench coat and one team player. Uh, they've managed to figure it out all the way to second. One step at a time. <laughs> um, so yeah, we'll definitely have a decent amount of that from Anthony, uh, mostly so we can avoid talking about the state of 40k. So, I suppose, let's get into that. Jeremy, how you doing? We'll do Jeremy, then Anthony. Uh, Jeremy, then me, then we'll do Anthony. Because Anthony's mm-hmm. going to be most of the show. Yeah. yeah. I'm doing pretty well. I'm on week two of my six-week break from tournaments, which is the longest break I've taken in two years. And it... Francois has twice now asked if I if he has to stage an intervention because I'll be like, ooh, there's a tournament like an hour away, or there's a tournament that's happening <laughs> like across the river. Should I? No. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, should you know is the so instead I'm just hobbying, which is nice because I haven't hobbied in like six months. That is good. Working on your sisters or Yep. I've got a a game against Francois on Thursday where we're gonna throw Grey Knights into sisters and see which one of us slaps harder. <laughs> Who's playing the weaker army? Well he's playing Termin he's playing no Terminator Grey Knights. Because he doesn't own any. Just the fast track to depression. <laughs> and I'm playing what I've built for sisters so far. Yeah. Which is a very big hodgepodge of pretty much what I what I what I thought looked cool when I got when I got the boxes. Nice. How how many Predator engines do you have? How many what? Predator engines. Zero. 
How many? I might assemble two tomorrow, but right now I have zero assembled. How many Nundums? Uh, three plus Morven. Nice. That'll probably That's be the fun. strongest unit like on the battlefield. <laughs> the only damaging unit in the Sisters Army, but it is pretty damaging. Yeah. <laughs> it costs way too many points for that, but it does do the damage. That strength 12 tank shock off the mace, baby. Yeah, I, I, I looked at that and I was like, that's a really shitty weapon. Strength 12 ma tank shock matters. Yep. One of you can suck in melee. <laughs> I mean, with Mormon attached, it's not terrible. Yeah, I guess. But yeah, that's where I'm at right now. I'm just, I have entered that range, that realm of, it really doesn't matter. I'm waiting for that balance day slate, and then I'll start planning for the next two, three months of events after that, because I do hit the ground running beginning of October. Um, what are you looking at in terms of what have you got scheduled? Uh, I've got a GT in Quebec City, uh, the October 7th. Um, the weekend of October 14th is currently open, but I might be down at Tampa. And then I've got two team tournaments back to back. Uh, one in Montreal and then one out in Saskatoon. So definitely not taking things easy, just taking a break. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like I'm, I'm, this is a, uh, let's get caught up with things at home, spend some time with, with my wife. Um, and yeah, just, you know, hope that the slate hits next week and I can start planning what October and November looks like. Because then November is Cali Cup and uh, and Atlanta. Atlanta, yeah. November is going to be busy. Well, yeah, it is. Because you guys also have, what, Coventry in the middle of that? I am not doing Coventry. We were, I got, we got asked if we wanted to go to Croatia that weekend as well. But I think that's going to be a no. That's yeah, <laughs> too much. I was, I already wasn't doing Coventry. I don't think I can manage Croatia. So. Yeah, 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 no, that makes perfect sense. Uh, Are you just yeah. staying in the States in between the two things? No, I'm coming back. I can't, I, it's like too long. It's like 12 days is like past the pale of what I could justify staying in the States for. So right. I'm just going to fly back. I'm sure, we could It'd find cool. a tournament on the 11th that you could go and torment people at. I don't want to. I don't like as much as I like. I got. Uh, I had a tough time in Poland, which is like getting really homesick for no reason. Of just like it was just a little awkward. No, I was just like wanted to be in bed, uh, my like, my own bed for a little bit. So yeah. 11 days was kind of like my upper limit. I couldn't do two and a half. Yeah, weeks. I mean by the so. eighth day of WT of being in in Belgium, WTC, I was feeling the same way. So I totally relate. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's where we're at. What about yourself, Ennis? Yeah, not so bad. I jammed uh, Thousand Suns at a tournament this weekend. Um, managed to come second to that. I lost my second game to Death Watch on stream, which was great. I'm just sitting there like, I don't know what my army does. I know what your army does, and I know how I should be beating it, and none of that's happening right now. So it's probably <laughs> not great for me. That seems good, um, yeah. As I'm sitting there like just, oh, I've just turned off the save on that squad of 10 dudes that don't have an invulnerable save. Shot them with three squads of rubrics and a character and uh, and like the characters attached, and they're still on the objective, and I'm not getting killed one this turn. It's probably not good for me. <laughs> That seems bad, yeah. Yeah, it was. It wasn't a great situation. So I had a little bit of that. I uh, we played Killmore. I didn't kill a unit till turn four, or score a card till turn four, um, which is like strong. Oh, this is my fault. This is definitely my fault. Um, yeah, I held overwhelming force from turn one till turn four because, like, I was at some point I'm going to kill a unit on an objective. I have to. No, uh, and then it turns I. Out you don't. No, apparently not. Uh, and then I took, took, took the list through Custodes, Chaos Space twice, and Gene Circles, which was a pleasant surprise. Uh, the Rhino managed to kill about four or five blebs by itself, just driving around tank shocking Nexuses and uh, <laughs> using that movement to consolidate into a Primus to kill a bleb and stuff like that. It was great. Hell yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, Magnus, terrible, uh, dies every game. I hate that guy, but you could not cut him. Um, not even a little bit. I couldn't imagine playing without him, and I couldn't imagine using him past turn two. Uh, <laughs> Somewhere Vic is, like, screaming at the sky. He just dies, man. I don't know what to do. He's just, like, oh, he just, he stood behind a wall all game and died anyway. Like, come on, dude, please. Uh it was I don't fine. know much I... about Thousand Sons. I know that that's not supposed to be how that goes. He, I mean, I won all the games except the one where he, well, the one where he died on turn two into Death Watch was I took twelve. I took, uh, I took twelve damage from the um, assault cannons, two damage from the hail strike, and then I had, uh, I think I had like I had like five wounds left and eight, eight three up saves to make from the frag cannons and failed all failed five of the eight and just died. And I'm like, cool, that's probably not meant to happen, but I'm definitely going to lose now. <laughs> I am now dead. Yeah, it was great. Uh, but overall, it was fun to learn the army. Definitely a lot of the things that I'm scared of playing into Thousand Sons didn't feel like things I could achieve playing as Thousand Sons. So I'm a lot of it looking, I'm like, maybe I don't need to be worried about this as much as I was, and I can play a little better around that sort of stuff now. So that's um, huge. yeah, it was interesting to kind of get a picture of. Yeah, I didn't. I never felt like I had the resources that I could make the commitment plays that I was scared of having made into me, which means that I've probably got a better assessment of like what a Thousand Suns Army's reach and ability to deal with me looks like now, which is yeah. kind of what I was looking for going into it because I'm expecting Thousand Suns to come out fairly well from sort of like the next set of changes because they're not probably on the radar as much as they maybe should be at high level play, which means I'm expecting either to be audibly onto them or playing into a lot of them. Yeah, if I was a betting man, I would say that they're. Uh their power level relative to their, like, amount in the spotlight is not commiserate. Yeah. I mean, you could be Arna or Vic or nobody else, and you could be doing, or TJ, I guess, and doing well with Thousand Sons, or other people could exist, uh, and they're not doing that, so. Right. We're going to have a, a cat incident in a second here. She's very Hell confused yeah. about why well, there's... We had, I don't know if you saw the episode last week, but we just had a cat can the entire time. Yeah, I saw. So... It, was, it was good for morale, given the vague state of things. No Liam disrespect. <laughs> Look, Liam exists. I just can't pronounce his surname. So, Vessel. Vessel. Yeah, it's definitely not his surname. But, <laughs> um, oh, I can only remember two European players at a time, and the Poles have earned both of the both of the slots. So. Yeah, they have both the slots until next WTC. And yet, you mentioned a a, a non European player. Yeah, I like TJ. Yeah. <laughs> um no so that's been me i've got a i've got a gt that i'm uh running this weekend but i'm also getting to play in because i wouldn't run gts if i didn't get to play in them and i'm playing death guard for that one so we gotta see how that goes <laughs> it's gonna be interesting you're gonna get me a death guard t whip that is the goal i reckon uh, i'm not going to but i'm going to try dude i hope you get <laughs> just fucking dunked round one like i hope you just like pair brian playing eldar round one I, i've already got my pairing i'm playing his, oh. i'm playing his ultra wings or something like that it would have yeah, been very funny brian, brian paired into an eldar paired into running. his wtc list <laughs> and it, brian didn't bring a wraith knight oops um so yeah it's gonna be good now there were two whole death guard players this, list about this current weekend so i'm hoping to like get as many wins as they got combined by myself that's the that's the goal strong um but then it'd be cool to get my death guard out and see why i'm leaving them in the box for another six months and stuff like that so yeah the first time you have to move five it's like oh no right. i am running mortarian three plate scores and a land raider i don't move five i move ten it's got it. it's all i got all i got is move ten and you're just shoving six characters inside that land raider yep three foul blight spawns and three terminator chaos lords <laughs> <laughs> 
One's got a 10 Foxwalkers Typhus and a Flamer Dude and Six Nardlings. So it's going to be great. 18 on Bring It Down? I think it's 18 or 19. I can't remember the math. And it's 27. <laughs> it's uh, 36 on Assassinate. It's so, <laughs> so bad. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be awful. Um, I do like the idea. Like, Mortarian's aura is genuinely really powerful. So that's all I got. It's the uh, ignore all water fires within six inches of Mortarian aura. Yeah. Well, and the, like, the funny casters aura. have like the the silly like ones yeah, per game. Didn't bring any of those. Didn't oh. bring any of those. They hit on threes, man. Like I'm not risking that. I'm gonna roll terribly. Auto oh. hit. The flamers auto hit. Okay. Sure. What about that torrent life, baby? Exactly. You don't, but don't those things go to damage three? Yeah, but they hit on threes and they're two d six shots. I'm gonna be like. Two hits, cool, bud. All right, French. Eighty whole points, man. I'd rather run a hundred and ten point chaos order that does significantly less. Um, Sick, <laughs> dope. So, Ennis, they got four wins last week, this past weekend. I can do that. Players. That's that's fine. I can do four wins. Oh shit! I it's right. a, it's eleven nine for me, man. I just got to eleven nine my way through. <laughs> I see. Bottom four and one, four eleven nines and a twenty nil. Lost, obviously. <laughs> Forty-four points, fourth place. That's the. He gets that T whip, pairs into Brian on the top table, and goes, "All right, yeah, goodbye." <laughs> it's gonna be great. I'm gonna have oh, such wow. a fun time. Um, but yeah, that's no. how we, we managed to hit thirty-four players, which I was super happy with. Last week we were sitting somewhere in like the low twenties, so had a decent last last weekend pick up. I think people, a bunch of people were at the event last weekend, got excited, so a little happier about that. Um, but yeah, thirties is a solid size for an event right about now. Yeah, exactly. I was very happy with that. Yeah. Um, that this is actually what I'm really looking for. <laughs> like, I don't have to put that in the Goonhammer article. It can say whatever I want. That's so, true. That's true. You do get to be in charge. So all I'm saying, guys, let's let's make Death Guard look like the best army in the game right now by having me beat Eldar and GSC five times. <laughs> well, you have to just beat Ultramarines once first. They're basically GSC though, right? Um, what? Re we'll, I'll just do a repair. It's fine. Uh, yeah, I mean, you're the TO. You can just change it. Like I know. Exactly. Every I'll round. Just I'll just change the, change the result. Uh, yeah, Brian, you beat this opponent for me. I'm going to play someone else. Yeah, um, there you go. You'll have time to play two games. <laughs> All right. I suppose that'll do for it for me. Um, I'm currently, yeah, tournamenting. I've got tons lined up. But Anthony, I think it's time. So, for the uninitiated, Anthony was the American not captain this year at the WTC. Uh, he handled a significant amount of the whole stateside side of the affairs and then handed over to Sean once they got to Europe. Yep. Um, why don't you tell us a little bit about the, the behind-the-scenes stuff you couldn't tell us about for WTC, a little bit about your experience at the WTC as a player and as a captain, or semi-captain was not the captain fucking semi-captain <laughs> half captain uh i can't believe Vice it's captain. not captain is what i've been going with yeah. um, one, one micro cap yeah yeah just micro dosing captaincy um yeah. so um it was definitely a like as far as i'm concerned like a a wildly successful year um Poland as a team like showed historic dominance and we were the only team to like even make them half second slow down. Um, you know, we were their sole draw. It was like 81-79 or something like that, like a very close draw as well. 
Um, everybody else they put 100 plus points on, and that being the only round that we had, um, yeah, that being the only round that they drew was like a huge success for us on top of us getting second. Um, we played like it's like as far as I'm aware, like the killer's line at the event, like we played everybody in the top five, I'm pretty sure. Um, cause it was, yeah. we didn't, we didn't play Australia cause they submarined, but like, aside from that, the, we played the rest, um, the German round actually was like one of the more interesting rounds, but we'll get to that. Like when we go over the whole thing, I thought that their team was like wildly good and it was crazy that they're like, they're, end placing does not show how insanely powerful that team was um so um i don't really know where to start with this so talk us through, talk us through the prep side of things like this is the stuff you couldn't really talk about how was making team america this year what was the journey like so after last year uh i spent a bunch of time with various you know folks uh mostly our like international team that we went to alpine with and like in general our like wider you know like friend circle to be like i want to do this and i want to do it properly what does that look like and i looked at charters from like five teams and i looked at the practice processes of you know even more um and i tried to adopt as much of that as physically possible so what that turned into was team america like vastly increasing its scope um whereas in the past the team had been like eight players two coaches this year before sean had made the initial cuts when i was still like trying to set up like multiple prospect pools and stuff i think team usa when sean came on was like 30 people um which is too many and not how that was supposed to go but uh it was a much larger team so we essentially started the roster with a handful of like locked in or pseudo locked in starters. Uh, and that was me, John Lennon, Jack Harpster, and Jaime Paris. Um, and the four of us, plus Sean's leadership, kind of like formed the like veteran leadership of the team. Um, Josh. See our head coach. Uh, he's a fancy army man, so I'm just not going to use his last name on air. Uh, our head coach was like instrumental in like all of the logistics side of things, but as far as like making the 40k happen, it was mostly like that like leadership team kind of setting things up. Um, so and then as you both know, because we scrimmed you guys, we played a shitload of scrims. Um, I think we played something like 12 scrims by the end of it between internal and external scrims between the start of our selection process and like, you know, true go time. Um, and that narrowed down our prospect field pretty heavily. Um, and to what ended up being our final starting roster, which was, um, adding Eric and matt lucas and then as a team those seven players asked sean to play as the eighth starter um because sean was very technically a non-playing captain until chosen to be otherwise and that is likely how team usa will work in years future which is a departure from years past where the captain obviously was always playing um so that was kind of our process um that was how we came down to a team um and yeah, that was it. Uh, involved a lot more like working collaboratively as a unit using TTS. And I think it showed at the event that we were a lot more like tight knit and well prepared. 
um, like the highest praise I got at the event was actually Pumbaa saying that we were the most prepared team they played against. Uh, that felt good. Um, when the polls like commend you for your preparation, you did a good job because those boys go hard. Um, so yeah, as a general rule of thumb, it just felt like you know we were a lot more a lot more of a team, so to speak, a lot less of that eight singles players in a trench coat stuff that we had going on. Yeah, other teams did their best today. Got off this year. <laughs> yes. <laughs> But it wasn't us. Cool. Talk to us a bit about your personal preparation. So how did you how did you personally find yourself preparing for the event in terms of army selection, what you were playing, what you wanted to play, what you ended up playing? So uh, <laughs> 10th was obviously not my favorite. So no. we uh, it was an interesting roller coaster in the beginning because it was like, okay, so if your car you're good. Sean's playing them and I like we have like nine people who are up for playing Marines so I don't need to worry about Blood Angels so now like the field of armies that I play starts to like constrict a bit uh Harlequins are no longer an army so that one's out so it was like all right well what are the options um thankfully CSM had like fist of god levels of damage so I was always able to kind of make that work and I, I like gravitated to that right away um i started the process playing 30 possessed and 12 obliterators <laughs> and that was just like a little too much <laughs> um no subtlety in that list yeah no none i was just like let's see what it does um that list never even saw like the light of like me play testing it against other team usa members i played like a couple solitaire games on tts and was like okay this is not i don't need to i don't need to do this um so yeah so we uh like kind of put it through the ringer i looked at that i looked at playing custodies for a little bit when we weren't sure if we were gonna need like john playing one of the other armies because weirdly like our unit doesn't have a lot of people that play imperium armies uh <laughs> so like there was a lot of like, hey, we need a custodes IK guard XYZ person to look at this. And like every time we needed one of those, it was John. So it was like, oh, okay. Um, so I ended up looking at custodies for a little bit. I at the time that I was looking at them is when we had just gotten the Caladius rules. So I was like, you have to have these. And then I really did not like playing custodies with Caladius in the list. Um, so I ended up just not liking it and going back to CSM. And when I went back to CSM, we worked out that, like, hey, if you build a CSM list with a bunch of, like, Nurgle Strat, Lone Op, this, that, the next, you get to choose the terms of engagement, and when you say it's go time, it's fucking heavy on the damage. So it worked out really well. Uh, it gave us a natural IK counter, and, like, kind of in general, just, like, a big stuff counter. If an enemy put a bunch of wounds in one spot, the game got a lot easier. Uh, if they didn't little more touch and go but that's not really an archetype that exists right now so not too big of a deal um so yeah that was kind of what i was playing and how i got there and i generally think it went well the two games that it scored the lowest like i had a game i had a day where i had two losses and they were both my fault they were like pilot errors not like the list's fault um so yeah as a general rule of thumb i think that went pretty well 
Yeah, no, that's awesome. I'm so glad you found a list that you were happy with as well. Yeah, that was a struggle for a bit, but it worked out mostly fine. Like once, like, you know, like I have a pretty wide wheelhouse of armies and if all of them are bad, the game is like in a very strange state. So yeah, it'd be difficult to have everything from, but then the obvious question that comes up is there, where are all your armies, where, where are the other armies covered for in your team, right? Which is definitely the sketchy thing for your says. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. When you're dealing with the team environment, it's like you could have six viable armies, but if six of your teammates each have that as their main army and that's their expertise you're like oh yeah we don't really have um we got a lot of flack for this like last year but like it kind of held true again this year that we just like don't really have faction experts that's not really like a thing we utilize especially early in the edition like faction experts aren't really real yeah Yeah, the closest you guys have was like shuckman and lucas right who are like yeah, it's a preference army more than a specialism. Yeah, well, for, and even Lucas like, rotated around so much. Yeah, so. we we put Lucas through a bit of a spin cycle on different armies there, especially towards the end. Um, like we ended up taking you know two lists to the event that Sean wrote and one that he had heavily inspired. So, like, but one of those was the orcs list that Lucas played. Um, but for a bit there, Lucas was like on Necrons, on IK, like. You know, we were going to look at having him try Custodes, and then we found out that Lucas hates Custodes enough that he would have not started rather than play them. Didn't know that. Now I know. Um, that... But yeah. He really, really, really does not like Custodes. Um, Fair enough. Power yeah. to the guy. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So that was kind of the process. Like, I mean, it worked out like... Um, you know, I try. Obviously, the first thing I tried when the edition changed was world leaders, and was just like immediately depressed. Um, <laughs> but you know, maybe in the future, maybe next week, like Games Workshops, like here's a thousand extra points, my sweet weak child, and you know, it's like a call an ambulance, but not for me situation. So I'm sure yeah. you're very much desperately looking forward to that. I and I nobody else is. I'm they're, they're, I'm they're sure gonna, that everybody's terrified of that army being good. So yeah, they're gonna get like a hundred points and remain terrible. But like, I can hope. Um, so, yeah, I don't know, we'll see, we'll see how it goes, but anyway, yeah, WTC was awesome, I'm very proud of, like, the team, the work we did, um, you know, as a general rule of thumb, I think the year was about as successful as it literally could be, given the fact that Poland just decided, like, nah, fuck this, this is our event this year, um, so, in the constraints of that, very successful year. No, that, that's awesome. I'm super super glad to see that it all worked out and that like you stepping on board to help out a ton with the team led to it going the direction you wanted it to be because that was obviously, you were kind of, I say disappointed after last year, like you recognized that there was potential that you guys weren't tapping and yeah. that you then pushed towards that and made it happen. Like it's awesome to see. Yeah, and I mean, a I'm lot pr- of the... proud that there's a probably, and everybody but England and probably not America, I'm glad that probably's in there. Yeah, I'll take the probably. It's good enough. Um, The, like... I mean, a lot of it was stuff that I had, like, picked up, again, from looking at the more successful teams, right? Like, we, I literally changed how we do our Matrix entirely to be like, all right, we're doing this now after Alpine. Like, and that was helpful in, you know, the process. Um, yeah. Things went well. No, that's no you're, Do you want to... Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Jeremy. I was just going to say that the, the work that you guys did and the prep that you did really shone through. Um and I'll also say, just as an outsider view, your coaching staff seemed top-notch. Oh, yeah. They are heroes. Um, we got a little bit of shit before the event, like, for having, like, eight coaches or something like that. 
Um, and then, like, at the event, it felt like we actually needed all of them. <laughs> uh, like, yeah. having that many let people get breaks, like, let, let, like, all the, you know, random things that need to happen at the WTC get done. Uh, it was huge. It was, like, a massive part of our success was that, like, the players could just play. I'm still going to give you shit for it, though. Like, that's so many coaches. <laughs> I mean, you can take, you can give us as much shit as you'd like, but you have to take less players from us to do it. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still gonna give you shit. I, I, I actually couldn't care less about my reputation in this occasion. <laughs> America had so many goddamn coaches. You couldn't look around the room without seeing like four people, like just in eyesight in an American jersey at all times. That's right. Um, it was actually, it's like how you can, uh, you like I think if you actually you walk around Mecklen, there's still three American coaches there prepping for next year. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, we're just keeping an eye on like the most efficient pathing routes to and from the venue. Yeah, like, they're just going down every bookstore, making sure there's a Bible for every bed. That's and, right. Yeah, it's important. Um, yeah. So yeah. Cool. Do you want to run us through a super high level of the like the seven rounds you guys played? Um, how it went, how you felt about it. Uh, yeah. Any funny stories? The funny stories is what people are really here for. So yeah, of course. Um, so the first round we played Cyprus. Um, super nice lads. Fairly large mismatch. Uh, we gave them like the due respect of a team at the WDC, though. We were like up the night before, looking for Matrix, looking at doing the pairings. Like we did the thing. Um, and then we mostly got favorable pairings. And then I thought I was about to eat the largest knife-eared dong in the room uh and then my opponents like the table was just a bit yikes for him and then he moved his wraith knight into a position where he couldn't get away from me and then i oh. rolled a six on abaddon's advance and was oh, stood no. next to him and i was like would you like to phantasm the wraith knight and make my five inch charge a six or would you like to phantasm the wraith guard unit so they get shot by one forge fiend and not two oh. up to you so yeah that's painful yeah it was, it was not a not a good day for the uh the elves in that one um yep like we played cypress they were super nice super awesome uh we like talked to them a bunch after the round like great guys they they basically adopted fox for the weekend like, they did they did my my beloved homie brandon fox got picked up by them and they, they just hung out all weekend which is good he was joking about playing as a merc for them next year but i'm like not confident how much he was joking so we'll see i mean um, he had fun that week so he could very well yeah, come back I mean, he's, he's definitely going back i just don't know if he's playing for cyprus um so yeah that was that um that was like you know on the the weird one round thursday like that was good and i'm glad they did it that way that round probably could have afforded to have been earlier in the day like maybe start with that and then let the singles finish no no dude, it's very very important very <laughs> important the last the round seven round one finishes at 10 30 at night it was it's very normal it was real weird um, yeah that was part of my general feedback as well it's just like it was just bizarre put round one thursday afternoon yeah it was strange. not thursday like, one just thursday afternoon and then do the finals for the war masters after that sure and the reason you do that is because then you get your maximum you maximize your broadcasting for the singles that makes sense because Look, then everyone can sense. watch it but what happened instead was way funnier so we got oh yeah 100 um i'm poking fun at him one. right now at 10 30 to go for you know dinner the night like getting to sleep between round one and round two was quite nice actually <laughs> I, yeah 
it was infinitely better than the four round Friday we had last year. Three, three but yes, yeah, three it yeah. felt like yeah, four. That, that it was a long did. day. Um, so then we played Northern Ireland. Um, they were awesome. Everybody loves them. Uh, similar experience, bit of a mismatch, but they did well. Um, the pairing to them, like same thing, like you know. We took like the pods super seriously so that we could try and do what we did last year, which is score a shitload of points and come out of it with like a head on tie breaks. Cause it actually helps a ton when you do that. Um, rather than just being like the pods easy, it's going to be easy. We'll just chill. No big deal. It's like, nah, bro, we come out of these pods with like a hundred and like pushing for that 400 point pod. Like speaking as a team that got ground in, like had grindy pod games and came the lowest in our set on tie breaks. Yeah. yeah you want to, you want to crush teams in pods. And if you can't do that, you are probably going to play slower. Yeah. Yeah. You want to like as much as physically possible, like almost like flex in the pods. Um, so that was that played Northern Ireland went well, victory for team America. Nice. Um, then we played Denmark. Um, so Denmark was the first time that this happened, uh, but this happened twice, twice at the event, where we attacked a knight defender with me and something else, and they were like, give me that CSM, I'm a 10-10 that shit, and then got violenced, um, like, just, whoo, boy. You don't, you don't take that matchup, that's not a good matchup, guys. Yeah, happened twice. Um, I think some of that is just, like, not, like... And, like, there was, like, little signs along the way, like, I would go to do a thing, and then, like, the other person, like, would have vect. Uh, I, all seven games I played at the WDC, the person vected the wrong CSM strat, by the way, Aww. if they had access to it, like, every time. The only time, the only person that got it right was Germany. Um, so, anyway, um, played against Denmark, my game went super well, because I got a favorable matchup. Broadly, the round went well. It was just, like, there was a little bit in the middle where you could tell, like, some of the inexperience of the coaches because they got, like, real scared. And it was like, no, no, no. It's going to be fine. We have a bunch of matchups that are okay. Just that one went badly. It's fine. And every single um, one of your players is under-predicting because they don't know what they're doing yet. Yeah, yeah. Like, we're, like, you know, getting into the matchup. We're, like, doing things. It's going to be fine. It's just, you know, <laughs> it's going to be okay. Um, so we ended up winning that round. Denmark played us super close, and I think they finished quite well. Um, Denmark finished 13th. We played them in the last round. Yeah, they were they were real good. Um, shout out to the captain. He was super cool. Um, so... Don't give Martin. Don't give Martin and Michael that. They're not cool. Dude, he was cool. No, they were totally chill yeah. when we played them. I know they yeah. are. I'm joking. I yeah. have to rag on him because I've played him like twice now. Yeah. Uh, oh, I've apparently didn't. So the answer to the what is the right thing to vect question for CSM it depends on what you are playing, which is why I phrased the question that way. It's not just the untargetable or just the rerolls. It depends on what you're playing. If you're a GSC, though, and you vect profane zeal, I am going to like mock you. Like, oh, I yeah, am going to kill, kill you your stuff anyway. if I use it or if I don't. Don't do that. Vect the untargetable, please. GSC um, players, guys, guys, GSC players, just Vect Armor Contempt. It's the significantly scarier one for you. Like, if they ever use it, just turn that off. That don't matter. You can't have no. them using that for 2CP. It has to be at least 3CP for, for CSM. Yeah, I'm also just never... All right, whatever. Anyway. Um, <laughs> so, that was that. Um, and then in round four, who did we play? Oh, that was Germany. So, uh, played Germany, 
straight in round four. So this is like the... <laughs> I'll read that in a bit. Um, yeah, I just wanted to shout it out. So in round four, we played Germany. Um, we had a slightly spooky moment in pairings where in the scrum, Deathrat guessed what we would do for each step and got each part of it right. Like, before we flipped the defender, he called the faction. Before he flipped the, like, refused, he called the refused. And then he called which one we would take, to, And we were like... That is unsettling when they're that, right more yeah, than that twice was, in a row. The, dude, he was right all four. Like, yeah, all four of the... That's, it was like, that's terrifying. It was like, hey, relax. <laughs> um... You can stop doing that. I don't even care if you're right that you were like. I don't even know if it's good for you that you're right here. Yeah, but... it doesn't matter. I don't like even if you just guessed and were right. I don't like that shit either. Like, just stop that. Um. So yeah, there was like a couple minutes of like all oh, shit. Um. There. So was that the closest you got to the Poland cheer? No, no. It was just like you know I'm pretty immune to that type of psychic damage now. Nothing will ever replicate the Polish cheer. Um, so, excuse me, so the round itself went pretty well. The guy I played was a fucking gem. Um, his name is Grisha, I believe. They call him Gigi. Um, yeah, Demons player. Yep, he was super good. Um, I was a touch over-aggressive, because I had smashed some demons, like, all through testing, and then I smashed some demons at the event, and I was, like, feeling good. And then I got a little too rowdy and, like, got beat up a bit. Um, at the end of the game literally what gave us the win rather than the draw is he had a one wound bird go to like hazardous attack my blue scribes on an objective and he was like i'm not gonna hazardous and if you die that's great and then his coach walks up and goes hey we need you to push and he was like all right i'll hazardous rolls the hazardous check rolls the one hands me eight points Aww. um so that was cool um that literally cost them the round um i mean i'm sure there was like a bunch of things in a round yeah, that yeah, like yeah. makes it a win and not a draw when it's like an 86 point win but whatever like as far as me and him were concerned that was what did it um for what i even have a cp to reroll the hazardous check i see i vected cp reroll on turn one. Oh. get out of here <laughs> he went the to only CP. graduate that matters for demons yeah he cp'd a save on chalaxi and i was like fuck that <laughs> no, don't do that again um so yeah that was that round we won very narrowly uh 86 94 right like literally the definition yeah, literally the, the point to win like just in there um so that was good nice um following round was poland <laughs> That was not ideal. Uh, Germany into Poland. Great way to just burn yourself out on day three. Yeah, just like really hitting it hard. Um, So from like a personal perspective going into this round, I was a little bit tilted that I had played that Demon's Round poorly. Um, And it does not get better as a spoiler. Um, So lined up to play the Polish. Everything looks good. The only problem is we have a pair of matchup for me personally we have a pair of matchups in there that i have like no info on and it's real hard to make like pairing decisions with like i have no idea um those two things are thousand suns and dark angels with a redeemer so i have them in my matrix as like draw ish because i'm like not sure but 
on this mission with no center objective when he has two bricks and there's two middle objectives and those two middle objectives are how you score all the points this matchup is bad so i got smashed now i got smashed worse than i probably should have uh there was a lot of like little misplays along the way that probably could have made this like a five to six rather than a two but it is what it is um as a general rule of thumb that round was dope uh but my opponent that i played lace is a gem i love that guy um he puts like some type of spell on me when we play this is now the second time that this has happened where i've played him and played badly um <laughs> i played him when i was playing world eaters and he was playing demons and i got like 13 7 just like smacked it was like the only time i've lost playing uh, playing as world leaders don't know what happened there but he just like hit me with the charm and my brain turned to goo um and Unless he really... does have one of those voices that's just like this guy clearly knows what he's talking about and then he doesn't yeah. at all but he makes it sound like it yeah it's he's great. really gotcha he's very good so um so yeah what was uh, the um was this the the land raider that hit the six on the advance yeah so the <laughs> so he goes first which is like suboptimal he goes first, rolls the advance, hits the six. The entire middle of the board, you know, where all the tactical secondaries get scored, is covered by the Land Raider Overwatch now. And it's on an objective. So I'm like, oh, all right, this seems fine. I, like, didn't pay too much attention to it because he didn't, like, measure that the Overwatch was covered or whatever. He just, like, moved his unit. And I was like, all right. So I go to, like, look at moving my blue scribes and I, like, measure into the middle. And I'm like, wait a second. And I measure to his land raider and i'm like within nine and i'm like oh i'm not even vaguely gonna get to get area like i drew area denial turn one which is dope but <laughs> that happened so less dope um yeah there was like i don't know there was like a lot of like little things that happened i shot a full profane zeal oblit unit at the land raider it just like didn't die even though it only had 10 health <laughs> um unlucky shit happens um so yeah that was the round we did really well i think by drawing them clearly everybody else they scored 100 or higher so good job team usa for covering the gap when in a round where i threw um yeah Ishik has a question for you from that round which is did you apparently you guys didn't notice that skark was the guard player during pairings that's not true or, no i have no, <laughs> no idea what he's we, talking we literally about. did all of the pairing the night before like hey this list is skark pay attention respect um, this yeah yeah respect it also it's put up a billion points so respect it like don't make the mistake we made you probably also got ben sitting there at that point like he's played five games of guard now or four games of guard at that well, point. no he was set by you right oh you're saying at the night before yeah, at the night yeah, before exactly. yeah yeah exactly um so yeah um the part of the like the problem with this round is that we had like 30 minutes to prep for it right or like you know whatever it is like an hour we had the lunch break to get ready for poland so like in an ideal world this would have been like round six but not yeah, the world I don't know how you guys felt about that one just kind of tangenting off that we definitely found round three five seven to be the significantly harder rounds in terms of you just you get a lunch break to prep for them as opposed to the other one you can't sit it's a lot harder yeah. to look at things like what people have played against, what boards they've been wanting to play on, and things like that. So we definitely mm -hmm. missed a bunch of stuff that I don't think we would have if we had a little more time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it definitely hurt as the most on game seven, where you have where we only had the hour lunch break instead of the hour and a half, which definitely yeah, we, was we even had worse. It narrowed down to who we could play by the last day, so it wasn't so bad. We found, but we were also dealing with a, like a narrower pool because of where we were in the event. Yeah, for sure. Um, like the 
yeah, it's just like it's just harder to prep in the tinier window. I definitely did not take mission into account as much as I should have when I thought about this. Um, so, <coughs> excuse me. Um, yeah. So that was the round. We drew Poland. Still feeling really good. Um, I took a much different mindset this year, where I like wasn't like necessarily like caring if we won rounds i just cared if we were still in contention and that seemed a lot healthier because <laughs> people would be like running around trying to like push like do all this stuff i'd be like yo it's draw it's close to a draw stable draw like doesn't have to get crazy if we draw poland and we're just like keeping the dream alive we're good um but that maybe is a perspective thing. It just felt better to be like... With seven rounds, you can definitely tank a lot. Tank a draw and still be fine, right? Yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I was a lot happier with that. Um, so, yeah, that was that. Uh, fucked off, went to sleep, did some pairings. England in the morning. Um, so, getting ready to play against England. Obviously, you know, uh, anybody but. So, we had a lot on the line in this one. Um Generally, the round was weird. Uh, I think there was a lot of, like, unexpected flips that happened. So, like, our... We got our Eldar into their custodies and vice versa, but, like, John scrapped her a 7, whereas Matt managed to pull a 20. So, like, that was a big swing. Um, like, I pulled 10 off Porter, which is not, you know, normally how that goes. Um, but the mission actually like i had some things go my way so normally you'd be able to push it more but the mission being like score 15 for being alive at the end when he's playing gsc was like <laughs> okay <laughs> um so i also think me and him had like very different understandings of like what was going on in that game like i started to get up on him a little bit early and i think he was given like the like, oh, I'm going to get, like, three points feedback, and I'm over here just, like, running my score up, not paying any attention to his points, because I'm just like, don't get zeroed by GSC, don't get zeroed by GSC, don't get zeroed by GSC. So, like, we ended up, like, we get to the end, and he's like, oh, it's a 10. And I'm like, yeah, it's a 10. Sick. And he's like, didn't you think you were going to? I was like, no, <laughs> not at all. Um, So, yeah, it was pretty funny. Um. But yeah, some other flips in the round, like, you know, like, our Death Watch took a bit more, like, had some, like, rough turns, apparently, into their CSM, took a bit of a beating, like, Sean was, like, planning to push more into their Death Watch, didn't quite, obviously, the Vic, like, putting the the power of all of the Thousand Sons, like, all 1,000 of them into Lucas's Orcs, was definitely a, a bit of an eye-opener, how much of the Infernal Masters changed that matchup. Um, turns out, Torrent and Higher Strength, good. What? Crazy um so yeah um as a you know we just this one like this is another example of us like just squeaking it we got the draw with a 75 or 74 like whatever the bottom number for a draw yeah yeah whatever the bottom number for a draw is we got um so that was that round it was real scary uh because like when i got the 10 10 it was really early in the round so it was like oh we should win things look good and then, like, some other stuff went off the rails, and it was, like, very nerve-wracking. But it worked out. You got a yeah. draw. Like I said, still in contention. Um, <laughs> yeah, WC does a great job of it being eight games that all somehow go off the rails and average out to exactly what you thought it was going to be. Oh, dude, that was so stressful. <laughs> um, it's like, four of our games are off, and four of our games are down. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And every single so, one is stressful in its own different way now. 
Oh, just to hit a pet peeve real quick. This is like a, just like a thing that annoys me now. I don't know if this is just like maybe this will get better with time, but like it really bothers me when people like qualify the way a round went by saying like high side of a draw or like low side of a draw. Like, bitch, that doesn't matter. It's a draw. draw. Who gives yeah. a fuck? If you got if you got seventy five, like, all right, man, low side of a draw. Seventy five nope. and eight, seventy five and eighty five. I'm cool with it. Anything else? Not a, no, no, thank you. Draw. <laughs> like. I feel the same way about losses, though. Like, and it frankly, whether you lost, you just lost. Yeah, if you lost, you just lost. The only thing that needs a qualifier is if you got a hundred or higher. Then you get to be like, "What's up?" But like past that, draws a draw, L's an L. Move on with your afternoon. Um. Anyway, so then we went into Sweden. Um, (laughs) and the uh, pairings of this one was the most interesting because we were like, "Look." Sean's the top scorer of the event, doing really well, but if we pair him into Eldar right now, we get three other matchups we want. Sean was like, it's time, you know, let down his hair, went full Jesus pose, (laughs) dove on the sword, died horrifically. They were done in 30 minutes, if that. Sean was like, I'll try it and see how it goes. And, like, went first and, like, lost both Tyrannifexes and was like, fuck this, thanks, bye. And, like, went and got a beer and, like, went around trading dice. It's like, I got 20. Good luck, boys. Um... <laughs> what we expected to happen happened. Oh, yeah. no. Yeah, it was it was very powerful energy, though, to be like, he screened the whole board and killed my monsters. And then I tried to kill him back and failed to kill a Warwalker. So I just conceded because fuck this shit. <laughs> Um, Why are Warwalkers so tanky, boys? Yeah, yeah, unlucky. Uh, So, yeah, hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. Um, So, yeah, we got a bunch of, like, favorable pairings that kind of worked out our way. I talked to John, uh, JSJ, about this round a bit because, like, it seemed like from our perspective, like, we picked the pairings. Like, we literally went through card by card and was like, we want You guys dictated how things were going to go. Yeah, um, but that's not actually what happened. So, like, they took, like, some coin flips that didn't work out. They had a bad matrix for their nights into me again um and that's just like how that goes sometimes sometimes you get spine shattered in a matchup where you expect a draw um but yeah that was it we finished the event um in the second with two draws no losses all wins for the rest um my favorite stat of the weekend is that gsc was oh six and one against us with a total score of 33 points out of 140 we set up the team going into the event with a plan to trap GSC because we had worked out that they seemed trappable. Uh, and then we just like Omega committed the comp to doing it and it worked really well. Um, yep. It was a huge part of our success as a unit. So, yeah, it, we'll say that was also a winning strategy. Like we tried the same thing and it worked very well for the level we were playing at as well. So yep, yeah, it was definitely a good way to approach the event this year. Yeah, it worked worked out super well. Could not, uh, could not commend it more. So yeah. That was it. That was the WDC from Team America's perspective. Or no, also, my perspective uh, on Team America. Yeah, it's probably... I mean, you, you are, are Team America, America right? now. <laughs> that's Anthony, confirmed, Anthony confirmed he is Team America. Like, that's yeah. that's how that is now. Yeah, something um, like that. Cool. The last question I have, uh, how was your? How was the social side of it for you? How was being back in Belgium? Oh, amazing. It's the best. Everybody loves WDC. WDC was so great that I asked anna if she wanted to go back and she got offended she was like what yeah of course i was like oh excuse my bad um so yeah that side of things went was great 
amazing uh loved it uh definitely gotta like coordinate my hotel purchasing situation a little bit better next year but like aside from that um yeah it's amazing the social part of wtc is the best part it's like why you go um despite the game being a nightmare the wtc was still great perfect right thank you anthony for covering your WTC experience let's quickly do the stats then i'm gonna hit the plugs and then we'll move on to questions and finish up sounds good do we have so, to yeah we have to so right. after that oh. stunning coverage oh do you want to yeah so after wtc i went to iceland and then i got engaged Yay! Woo! we don't have confetti but where wish we yeah, had confetti. yeah insert confetti here um so yeah that was awesome uh shout out to my lovely now fiance anna uh wouldn't be able to do any of this without her she's a huge part of how i'm able to do all these crazy things that i do love her very much and yeah we're now we're engaged and she is a wonderful person who is very sleepy. So yeah, she sleeps a lot. Uh, yeah, this is a lucky woman. Yeah, one hundred percent. Okay, Jeremy. Stats. Here you All go. Right. I'm gonna, I can give I'll, you. The, I'm I'll... gonna give you the. I'm gonna give you the the Steve Jobs. Oh thing. no! Don't do that. All right. <laughs> Tell us I'll run through this real fast to try to spare everyone the pain. So this past weekend we had thirteen events. Nine of them were won by Eldari. One of them was won by Thousand Suns. Oh. One of them was won by Orcs. One of them was won by Necrons. And one of them won, was won by Imperial Knights. Well done, Arna, for being you know, for being uh, one of the few non-Eldar wins at the tournament that nerfed Eldar. Yep. <laughs> uh, and shout out to, I can't remember his name now, but the Imperial Knight player was someone that had been working with Tim um, Finney from our group. Um, they kind of basically coached him through. And I can't confirm this because I haven't looked at it, but apparently it was his first five games of 10th. Stunning indictment of night players there. Thank you. Uh, yep. Like, he had well, seven well models on the table. Also and... that army. Yep. It was, uh, it was something. So we'll just run through the, the, the win rate and overall stats real quick. Eldari had a 73.5% win rate. They made up 13% of the meta this weekend. Uh, they had nine event wins, 21 top fours, and 33 top tens for a 3.11 overrep. It's so brutal every time. I know. Like, I know. every time, it's like a new level of just like, fuck. Oh, oh my god, how bad is this bad still? Yeah. The worst part about this in particular was... I made a mistake in my stats, and I had actually transcribed uh, two differential events back improperly and i was like oh okay eldar you're down to like 67 percent. they're actually slipping a little bit and then i fixed it and it went up to 73 and i was like oh, oh no 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 no, no they this didn't. just sucks um thousand suns 24 players five percent of the meta 63.3 percent win rate one event win and six top fours for a 2.3 over rep that's my faction baby um yep uh then i will go through the Others in the top five, we have Orcs, 14 players, 2.9% of the meta, one event win, three top fours for a 1.97 over rep, 57.2% uh, win rate. Then we have Necrons, 36 players, 7.5% of the meta. Uh, they had a 53.8% win rate, one event win, and five top fours for an over rep of 1.28. Uh, and then finally, rounding up the top five, we have Imperial Knights, 28 players, 5.9%. Meta representation, a 53.1% win rate, one event win, and two top fours for a 0.66 over rep. 
Uh, and that's it for like the top five armies won all the events this weekend. Nice. Yes, Eldari won nine out of uh, thirteen GSC of them. But right? GSC did not win because GSC was the sixth army. GSC was the sixth. Because GSC, GSC had a GSC losing, had guys. fifteen players for a three point one percent meta rep and a fifty two point one percent win rate. Yep. GSC looking real balanced right now, and I'm impressed. Yeah. Eh, also, one week blip. Also, just don't think Imperial Knights are that good. I'm with you. I mean, I've been saying that for months, and everybody keeps telling me off. So, maybe oh yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't here to join you in the like, Imperial sorry, Knights aren't good. Imperial Knights are not a good army. They're just, they're just good at beating up on bad armies. Yeah, yeah. Um, I will say the Imperial Knight player that won his event went through World Leaders round one, so whatever. Uh, and then Thousand Suns, Eldari, Guard, and Chaos Demons. I will caveat that with of like all the armies in the game. They are the one that's like the most liable to uh, like just do it to you. Yes, like, 100%. When you're, when you're like, it's fine. Sometimes they just like walk up on you and blow you away. And you're like, okay, never mind. No, well, it's Especially not. when one of the models in that list is Canis. Right, exactly. <laughs> Where he just goes, I'm going to roll nothing but fives today. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I had Canis blow through a 10 block of Custodian Guard. And I was like, could you not? <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> Exploding, exploding fives, bro. They do be what it is. Yeah, I just fell yeah. all the same. And then die. we'll just to, just to inflict psychic damage on people. We'll go through the bottom five armies that had oh. ten or more players. Bottom of them were Blood Angels, ten players with a twenty eight point three percent win rate. No top fours. No uh, two top tens though. Hey, uh, so all have, the wins were two guys. Uh, probably, actually, yeah. Uh, Space Wolves with a 32.9 no top 4s and also two top 10s World Eaters with a 37.5% only one top 10 for them and no top 4s uh, and then uh, oh no World Eaters had two top top 10s it was Space Marines the World with Eaters had 10 players like that's a lot look that army is super fun uh, it's just not good. So... Yeah, there was a guy at our event who had Angron just running about, never dying, and it did look pretty fun. Yeah, like, yeah. I, dude, I played a 2,500-point game of World Leaders the other day with no Angron on the list, and it was a blasty blast. Uh, as long as you play against armies that are playing with, like, 25% less resources than you, it's fun. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, one of the interesting things to note is that, like, Codex Space Marines, there were only 27 players. They made up 5.6% of the meta. Uh, non-Codex Marines actually outnumbered them uh, two to one. Yeah. People are finally realizing Gellowin's not actually that good. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, and yeah, that's where we're at. And then, of course, we got to go for at least one that's perfectly in the middle of the pack, and that's Chaos Demons. 22 players, 4.6% of the meta, exactly a 50% win rate, but only one top four, so they have an overrep of 0.42. And uh, you yeah, have to come uh, and save these people, show them out singles rocks again. When we have a meta that is fun, we will do that. It didn't stop Anthony and Drakari meta. What happened? Oh, you play. You were happy to play in a meta that wasn't fun when it was Drakari that were on top. So yes, <laughs> true. I think that meta was fine. It wasn't those. You do. No one else does. I don't know. Adma came out right away, and uh, they did it not off. come out right away. Yeah, it was like three months. Three months and two two nerfs in. Yeah, what's a couple of months of nerfs between friends? 
<sighs> we know. Anyways, yeah, the nothing has really changed in the stats aside from GSE slipping a little bit this week. We'll sense. see this upcoming weekend if that holds, because we've got Nova and a whole bunch of other big events this weekend. But mostly Nova. Mostly Nova, yeah. Which GW train layouts I think they favor GSC. Mm, they can. There's a lot of terrain on the board which can be bad for sight lines for them, but it's not too bad. Yeah, mostly. Um, I think they're they're best for like towering, unfortunately, but Yes, yes, they are. But remember. There were no knights in the top Strong four. but not dominant. Strong no, that's Eldari. That's not knights. <laughs> Although I guess Eldari have towering, and that's part of the problem. Yeah, I was like, like what the fuck? <laughs> is Double Wraith Knight good, Jeremy, or am I just seeing... Double Wraith Knight is extremely good on those tables. No. And there's not like there's a ton of nooks and crannies for Wraith Guard to hide or anything like that. Like, yeah, but what if no, you get shot back? You can't hide Wraith Knights on GW turn. You're right, you can't. And 50% of the time, that might almost kind of matter sometimes. Cool. Yeah, and when you have two and they use all of their resources to kill the one. Almost the other one, one, usually. Almost, yeah. <laughs> then the other one tables you. And is minus one to wound the entire game. <laughs> Ugh, the rest pain. of the game. Uh, I don't know. Eldar players fill that one turn in like 12, so. <laughs> is that true? doesn't feel true. No, it doesn't, does it? Like, I've never seen the Exalted Souls run disc fail his power. Um, yeah. <laughs> that can fail. It fails on a one, yeah. Huh. Fails on a one and he smites himself. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> See, it takes D3 mortals. Never seen him fail it. Never once. Yeah. But just once I want to be in an event where someone, you know, decides to run run him solo and just kills himself in two activations. I was running two and I was like setting up to like double cast on the same unit just in case. And then just every other thousand <laughs> players like you're just like, no, it's fine. One is enough. I'll just, just I'm just not gonna fail it. Bro. Oh, that's what you were doing wrong. You were setting up two you fool i oh, know i was making sure that things didn't go wrong instead no, of you you idiot do be how it is yeah um i mean it's like custodians that can't shoot you back who cares right but <laughs> anyway i'm going to do the plug very quickly and then we'll move on to show questions so Thank you for being with us for episode 58 stat check so far uh this episode is what are we doing and what are we are doing is the plugs so you should check out youtube <laughs> <laughs> so scuffed if Anthony breaks I'm going to break I'm sorry you should check out the show every week Tuesday at 11, 11 p.m. UK uh, or whatever that is in your local time zone uh, youtube.com slash c slash stat check or wherever you get your podcasts all that kind of thing uh, we really do really do appreciate you guys checking out all the stuff we do there whether that's us end of the matrix x and one uh, whatever else is going on with the network at the moment um, if you're in a position to, we would love it if you could check out the Patreon at patreon.com slash statcheck. For $5 a month, you can get access to our wonderful Discord community where you can hear about all of the news about Anthony significantly sooner. Um, like finding out that he is now currently going to be in engagement range for a long time, uh, whereas, which is, as discussed, his favorite place to be. Uh, <laughs> um, please do check out the other shows on the network. That is XM1 and End of the Matrix. XM1 is every other Thursday and the Matrix is every other Wednesday. I believe X1 is going to be live tomorrow at the time of recording though because Tim is traveling to Nova. Yep. Um, so they will be live tomorrow discussing something related to 40 Nova. Probably Nova, but I don't really know what that show is about if I'm being honest. 
And we're talking about Tim going to Nova, you fucking lummocks. <laughs> Look, man, you know what Cliff is like. Cliff could be talking. Cliff, that episode could be about credit cards again, and I would have no way of knowing beforehand. Yeah, because all you do is just stare lovingly at Cliff when you watch. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and then the Matrix will be back with Nathan and Typhus next week. Uh, they just launched their first proper debut episode, so do go and check that out. It was running through the stats and statistics of the stats of WTC and their takeaways from it. Please check out red-dragon.ca, which is our uh, merch, which is our merch sponsor. They run all of our um, dice and objective markers and stuff like that. Uh, if you are a Patreon member, you get a 15% discount code, and they do ship internationally. Please do check them out. It helps us out. It helps them out, and it means we can keep doing cool stuff like this uh, and sponsoring things like our TTS League. Uh, you can also check out Solar Games at, on Etsy. They do all of our tokens and stuff like that. Um, it's just Solar Games on Etsy. I believe they're on a break for another week, but then they should be back pretty soon. Uh, I know Jeremy got a big load of that stuff taking back to Canada with him that he's very happy with. Uh, yeah, actually, it was. I got a um, deep strike marker and a combat gauge for every single member of Team Canada. So gave them all that before we started the the week, uh, and then Salter Games also <laughs> gave me. AJ was very generous and gave us uh, a half a bag of combat gauges as well. So I just was basically walking around the entire week, the entire week, handing them out to anyone who was trying to figure out three inches. <laughs> Entirely fair. And lastly, uh, stat-check.com slash coaching, stat-check.com slash coaching for myself and Typhus if you're interested in improving your 40K. In any way, please do check it out. We would love to give you a hand, uh, especially as we move into what is broadly super major season again. Uh, we've got LGT, we've got LVO, we've got a bunch of other, a bunch of DGW events coming up. If you're interested in getting some help, please do check it out. It's a big help to us. And uh, we're doing it, I'm doing it full-time. Typhus is doing it on the side. It's nice. Um, that's it. All I got for the plugs. Thank you, everybody, for being with us for episode 58 so far. We are now going to do the questions from the Discord, which we're very prepared and definitely have prepared in advance. Imagine being ready when you could not be ready instead. Here, look, I can show people the cat. Well, you, do you should do that. Yeah, the problem for me always is if I don't create the thread, I never find it. Typhus created it. It's... Yeah, I know. I got it. I'm playing Typhus this weekend. That's cool. Not like Typhus Typhus, but Typhus game Typhus. <laughs> Intentionally. Cat. Uh, Anthony, fold your laundry. No. All right. Also, that's Anthony. Not laundry. Hold on. What is it? <laughs> She's like covering her face. That's real cute. I just can't get the angle. <laughs> You're going to disturb her. I do that all the time. On yeah, purpose, because she, she wakes us up. So I just wake her up whenever I see her napping. Okay. Oh, yeah. The first question was from Kels. Any tips or recommendations for moving large models around terrain quickly and accurately? Don't. Bring spare bases. Yes, spare bases. Spare bases are cutouts that are in the same shape as your base. Um, and then just bop, bop, measure, measure the movement of each one. Like bring like, especially if it's like a knight, like a, on a full size base, bring two. And you can basically get around any corner without ever being a single bit of argument from your opponent. Uh, and if you do it with little paper cutouts, you can actually just put the knight on top of the second one after you've finished your movement. And you'd be like, he's there, right? Good. You can do, and then you pull can do, paper out. You can do that with the base, too. It's just a little clunkier. Or you can do what Alex Tyus did and just magnetize his knights to all the bases. So you can just put a new a different base down. All right. That is. That Taos guy is smart sometimes. No, sometimes. Don't, don't, don't give him that. Um, what was your biggest surprise list performance at WTC for Anthony? What list performed better than you thought, and what were a letdown? Um, one more time, it was good, better, bad. Surprise, surprise better, letdown. Okay. Uh, surprise. 
what was the surprise? I don't like I didn't really feel like too caught out by how any of our stuff was going. Um the Ooh, like That's yeah. letdown. <laughs> yeah, I mean Deathwatch and GK both go in like the letdown bucket, but the like the Yeah, I don't think anything was really like terribly surprising. Was there, there was anything a... you felt like you had missed then? Uh yeah, like not taking T Suns, I think I mean I've talked about this a couple of times, I guess like privately, but like not taking T Suns I think we regret. Not taking guard was probably a oopsie. Um but like there would have been had to have been like really significant like roster shakeup. Not like who was playing, but like who was playing what to like allow those armies to end up on the team, so it would have been tough. Um but yeah, like I, I don't, I'm trying to think if there's anything that I think Sean's like nid list was a bit better than we were not expecting it to be. We we're expecting it to be good, but better than it was expected to. If that makes sense. Um, like I think it got the pairings it wanted a couple of times out of like unrelenting disrespect. Um, so is the funnest way to get a pairing that just like. It had been doing well against all these things the entire time, and someone just looked at it and was like, fuck you, I can do better, and just didn't. Um, so, yeah, that was that. Um, what was the middle one? Any list that performed significantly better than you thought it were, which you be told anyway, so. Uh, yeah, no, there was, like, again, that was pretty much just, like, Sean's did. Everybody else pretty much, like, did the thing that we expected them to do. Custodes ended up being a little bit better into Eldar if it could defend than we expected it to. We thought yeah. that was going to be a shellacking regardless, and it just, like, wasn't. Because uh, so no, on board tries get, like, seven and do everything. It's quite funny. Yeah, yeah. Or, like, 15 into CSM. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or 20 into knights. That was that was the revelation. People tried attacking custodians on board choice with knights, and, like, it's not ever. Yeah, that seems well. bad. Definitely don't do you that. Get this, you, get this, you just get slammed on a super L, and the custodians are like, yep. Yeah, come on, them. <laughs> yeah, gone. Uh, oh. Oh. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> god that seems bad uh i did get to like watch um i don't i didn't like see this happen at the event because i wasn't looking for it but in practice you could tell the first time someone played against john and he like like rapid ingressed and then rapid ingressed again with his custodians and just put like 30 custodians in one part of the board where there was previously six and the other person would just be like uh what (laughs) yeah that was pretty funny um, this now yeah good luck it's your turn and then it's mine so godspeed um and then yeah the the two armies that i think like underperformed relative to what could have been in their slots were death watch and gk i'm surprised at the gk like because I, I it feels like jack's been fairly high on that and all the post event coverage they were fine like they definitely could have just been basically anything else they were your um, eight so yeah, yeah, but like they were our eighth, but we cut what was like ostensibly by the end of the event was people's like army three and five in garden sons. So like it was our eight, but it probably could have been like our twelve. I don't know. No, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, and everyone's gonna have their own take on how that went in terms of like the relative performance. Yeah, and it like ended up cannibalizing some matchups that could have been better for others to like get to where it ended up, but like Mm-hmm. I'm not like mad that we took it, and I think that Jack did a good job within the constraints of the army that he had. But I think it could have been a better army. No, that, that makes a ton of sense. Um, 
Nick asks how much you missed caissons, but you've covered that. And then, are you running six norns or six norns from Grant? Oh my uh, god, they, re they revealed the norn this week. Oh my oh, god, they showed us the norn rules. Oh my god, I'm thing. buying six. Yeah, I'll probably get a couple. Um, they seem dope. They seem really cool. I'm curious to see what their melee profile actually looks like. Um, and then just kind of like what it. those detachments actually do. Um, because like, it's funny that OC fifteen rule is very like. Oh, well, suddenly your offensive profile is much less important because <laughs> I could just be like, "You're there, and that is mine." <laughs> so I don't know. We'll see. And they're all synapse, so they don't even battlefield themselves like ever. So mm -hmm. right, yeah. Like I don't know. Like a thing I definitely learned in the testing leading up to this event is it's really easy to sleep on how good shadows is until you're a custodes army without stratagems because you failed a couple <laughs> five inch charge equivalents yeah. and then you're like hey <laughs> um i was playing like one of our test games was like i was play testing the custodes list that we were working on into sean and i failed like the two like he was gonna engage two bricks or he could like pivot and engage one and i failed both the battle shock tests and just like ah. lost just lost 16 custodians in a turn to like nid monsters and was like what is happening <laughs> When, when the night when the night player fails it and can't rotate iron shields against you, like there's lots of sketches. Yeah, there's um, a bunch of stuff. Or like you fail it and then like you just don't get primary that turn. <laughs> or like you fail it, you can't score for shit because all the things require you not to be battle shock. I don't know. For, for Chris good. in our our game against New Zealand, triple failed battle shock on all three objectives and would drop ah! from fifteen primary to zero. Ah! Um, Brian, one of the sketches moments he had in the, in the event was he had a squad of wraith guard wrapped by gargoyles that uh, if it passes battle shock. Could fall back and shoot, and if it didn't, couldn't. And it was next to it was next to Death Deeper in a Neurotaran army. It's like, don't roll a seven or less. That's an eight, isn't it? Yeah, fifty six percent chance to fail. Aww. Yeah, I think I got a lot like better. Like, like Shadows is a lot better if you don't view it as like this is gonna change the game. It's way better if you view it as like shit's about yeah shit's about to get fucky for a turn. <laughs> Yeah, no, I definitely moved towards having Deathly Burn the Neurotarn in the list after having played with an around turn. It's a bunch more. Just the scam potential, just make sure opponents play way more safe, which can just give you the time you need as turns to actually do damage sometimes, which yeah. I enjoyed. Yeah. All right. Um, Typhus asks, Anthony, what was more scuffed? The English confidence to get top three or the Icelandic club full of 15-year-olds? <laughs> so it definitely, like, as scuffed as the Icelandic club was, it was still a good time. The English confidence to get top three was like completely misplaced. Um, so that one. Okay. Uh Anthony, what's the worst take of the edition so far? Uh that the missions in tenth are good and that the rest of the edition is the problem. Fair enough. Um, who's running to be the next USA captain? Uh I mean, so we actually will have a vote um this year and going forwards. I don't know. How much of the process i'm able to talk about but there will be a vote this year um and yeah that's it uh the sean will run most likely i will not if sean runs uh out of you know respect for the boss um you know he did us a big a big old favor this year by coming out of retirement and leading the team so i will not run against him if he decides to run again um yeah it was so it'll probably be sean frankly like um you know does anyone like, really have the the chance well i guess the better question is who can vote because i'm uh, sure that question is going to come about 
We're, that hasn't been like 100% finalized yet, but like once once it's up, we'll know. It'll probably be like some amount of the team that was present for the creation of the charter, so this year's team. Um, that makes perfect sense. Yeah, like if you were here to help set it up, you get to vote. That's the rules. Um, so, yeah, we'll see. We'll know more soon. Uh, there should be announcements and stuff on the Team USA social medias soonish. Nice. Who's coming to LGT? That is me, you, Typhus, and Nathan Roberts. I assume will be there as well. I will, I will be at LGT. I booked that flight yesterday. Hell yeah. Um, Paul promises whoever comes with can get him extremely drunk. No, no. Other way around, Paul. <laughs> I mean, I'll happily it's, get Paul drunk. It's after, it's after his wedding, so he doesn't have no excuse. Um, yeah. Anthony, how are you finding the new General's Handbook with your Blades of Corn? Uh, quite good. Um, the changes to like make want people want to take more casters is really funny in a world where my army's like i don't have any casters and i get bonuses when i kill them fuck you um but i've only played a couple of games so i've just thrown like quadruple bloodthirster lists at people because that's a thing you can do in that game and still play a real army and that's awesome <laughs> so yeah that part of sigmar is sweet the way they do army stuff like the ability to take like stuff like that and have it be real is, is hype that's right. Once Norns are out, we'll be able to do the same. So true. Yeah. Okay. Thoughts on the new models and Nid rules previewed so far? Norn and Crusher rules, and a little bit of Vanguard Invasion. Jesus Christ, Crusher sucks. Yeah, Crusher's <laughs> gonna have to have some really good strategies and enhancements for that to get off the ground because that's not a good army rule. It's it's like it's, an army rule you will occasionally remember exists. It's like, so bad. Like yeah. I'm just gonna say it, man. That rule sucks. Yeah. Like that rule in rule. all instances of it existing is real bad. Um. So, especially when Invasion Fleet is, like, right there, it's like, what are you even doing? So, yeah. Maybe yeah, it'll have it some busted stratagems. Maybe it'll get it Breaking Through back. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I guess you don't have Tank Shock, so yeah, you can have that. That's what I'm saying. Sorry, one second. The, the new models are sick. The Norn is, like, flatly insane. Like, it's a really really dope it's so model. dope looking yeah um, oh yeah i can't wait to buy like six <laughs> did you lose your place no i got a message i needed to respond to oh all good i Sorry. mean i could vamp about nids for a bit the new models are sick like i would love to like that army um i'm very hopeful that i will get to like that army but my worry is that like i don't like, I don't like Nids the way that Innis likes Nids, right? So, like, if Nids are really good and they, like, feel good to play, I'm fucking, I'm in. I'm in there. But if they just, like, look pretty good, I'm not, I'm not committed like that, you know? Like, I'll put in the work to make, like, CSM and Eaters, like, work. If Nids are just, like, not that great and I have to try real hard, mm-hmm. eh, less interested. No, that makes yeah, sense. no, I'm definitely, I mean, I'm in the kind of the same boat. If Nids are, like, top five, I'll play them broadly regardless. But if they're outside that, it's, like, real, real sketch hours. Yeah. I'm saying you have a little bit more, like, figure it out in you than yeah, I do. Yeah, I'll put, I'll put some effort into making Nids work if they're not, like, immediately broken. Right, yeah, I feel this, like, that, again, that's how I feel about, like, CSM and World Leaders, right? Like, the, you know, like, I'll put the work and the hours into them commiserate with like making them be top five but like i'm not gonna lay the groundwork like that with nids or i'm like less interested in doing so yeah 
Okay. What index do you think sets an example for the power level GW should aim for? Uh, like CSM? Again? Even that might be too high. No, I would say like orcs and tau. Yeah. I, I mean, I think orcs, personally, like, I'm of the opinion that orcs actually represent a much more like toxic thing to play against than CSM. I, I agree, like, but I think the power level is more on point. I don't feel that way, but like the playing against that orc list as much as I have in practice and stuff, it is very common for you to get pulled one from a singles perspective specifically for this conversation anyway. It is very easy to get hold one on turn two against that orc list and be in a position where you are now physically incapable of winning the game. The game is now just over. Um, and that is hard. Well, I mean, part of that is four world data sheet shouldn't exist. Get rid of the big track. But, but like, too bad they're here, right? Like, I know, but I mean, I'm still allowed to be upset. Yeah. But like, so like, I think that is way worse in a way that often doesn't get talked about. And I think will start to come up more because like the addition is very vulnerable to that with its like reduced lethality. Um, that like, I went like this when I said it. You missed the, the air yeah, I missed. Um, But, like, if you actually do reduce the lethality, it's very easy for armies to start to lean into, like, transport, homer, cleanse, garbage, and just be like, we don't actually kill each other, ever. One yeah. of us is going to get 98, one of us is going to get 93. And we just, ah, at each other until it's over. Um, that... I think is a real risk. I think it would be better than what we have now where Eldar just went everything. But I think that orcs represent that like even now. Um, and it's part of why they were so good in teams for us. That's fair. I don't definitely don't have enough reps into orcs. I've only played them a few times and it definitely wasn't anything near that style of build. Oh, yeah, so. we, yeah I've, I've either played as, against, or spectated like fucking 40 games of orcs it feels like. So... Yeah, orcs are, they're very, very good at just being like, oh, and the other thing with them is like, so let's say like, you've kept up, if you step backwards ever, game's over. <laughs> like, and it's really hard to like, recognize that. I don't know, I'm probably very high on orcs, so I just like, in my head, like the idea that like pulling other things to that level is scary. But you think they're better than CSM then? Yeah, I think they're a better army than CSM. Okay, interesting. Yeah. yeah. I think that CSM can beat them if the CSM player is, like, real careful about his asset usage. Um, but, like, I don't... That matchup is sketchy. No, makes sense. Um, blah, blah, blah. It is so excited to play Death Guard. Not at all. I can't wait. Um, <laughs> I'm not excited in the slightest, and I'm also incredibly excited because I just like I like playing the I like I love the Mortar model. I have a really cool one that I'm super happy with. I like playing Brush Crawler just as a unit. It'll be fun, uh, or it won't be, and that'll be fine too because I can always drop and make the ringer keep playing. So true. Uh, I'm not gonna tank my CRS just for the fun of it. I'm playing Death Guard, so I assume that it will be fairly safe. But now, nah, just tank your Elo for it. Yeah, that's, oh, yeah. I, don't, I don't care about Elo. Elo's not real. Um, <laughs> if you're gonna use either of the two, <laughs> yeah, I would I would use the cool one, CRS, the competitive ranking score. Um, whereas Elo is bad. 
Um, Ennis, what made you decide to take Deathwing Knights over the Command Squad? Minus one damage. Yeah. It doubles the survival of the squad in most situations. Well, and it also applies to the Captain, which is huge when you're dealing with anything trying to pop him out of the unit. Yeah, no one's ever tried that, but sure, I'm sure that would be a great thing. Um, that is nice. Uh, the the unit does better damage as well. Like hitting on twos is nice instead of fours with thunder hammers or threes of paraphys that are you know damage two. Like it does more damage. It's more resilient. Mm -hmm. You um, also have like great access. You get the watcher in the dark, which both of them get obviously. But um, the like the bringing a guy back is great. But the squad doesn't like take damage that much that it's worth bringing a guy back that much. <coughs> uh, the range extension from that is you know people already don't shoot them. The fact that you make them even less attractive to shoot just doesn't affect that much. Right. And you get the mini character with the uh, Dev Wounds guy from the sergeant. So you you only gain two additional character level guys. And the plus one advance and charge is like whatever. Yeah. Um great to see you back, Anthony. The 1010 you had in Mike into Mike. How unlucky do you think Mike got? Some of the story come out of it were all unfortunate dice rolls. Um I mean like he failed a five entry rolling charge, but I've talked about this a couple times now. I so heard it was a three entry rolling, so no, it was a it was a five. Um Sorry, he it was a like he needed to show a five. Um, so and he just literally rolled a three, he rolled a three twice, so it couldn't have been a three. Um, the um, the thing with that like situation is that got like a bit of hyper focus afterwards because like people kept being like, Oh, if he passes the aberrant charge, so the only thing that that would have changed is that I would have got one less shooting activation with Abaddon's unit, like. Because he charges me, I fight in death, and like the same exact thing happens. As opposed to me moving, shooting, charging him, and then dying in his shooting phase. Like it just changes the position slightly. But because he's GSC, it doesn't push back him meaningfully. Because he's GSC. So like, it didn't really change that much. There was just like a couple of like, you know, Stuff went sideways. He sets up like this big like move block with his GSC, sets up his seismic cannons on like the backside of the objective so I can't get to him. Clearly, like has not played against a ton of Nurgle Forge Fiend, because his opponent's lists are undivided. Goes to shoot me. I'm like, no. And then he's like, oh, snap. And he had vected profane zeal already. So no. it was just like, all right, you know. Only so much to be done with that. Uh, but, like, you know, little stuff like that happening over the course of the game on top of me being able to take, like, Assassinate and Homers, and I had just, like, a Flamer unit that parked near, like, touching his his deployment zone and was just, like, Homer, 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 Homer. So, like, you know, easy secondary scores, bit of primary, because the mission, like, is just, like, hold one, hold two, get some points at the end. I didn't really get much at the end. But, like, you like with the way the mission went out, with the way the game cycle went, it wasn't like a wildly out of band score. It was just significantly more than I was expecting. That's fair. Okay. Uh, Sam also asks, Courtney Kardashian had her wedding sponsored by Dolce & Gabbana. What does an Anthony Vanilla wedding sponsored by StatCheck look like? Uh, small. <laughs> this is probably very true. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if we could get Red Bull tacked in on that like we were at um, WDC though, maybe. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah, so us and Red Bull just like next to each other. Very funny. It was great. Um, if David Geller was here, what bird, what bird related question would you ask him? How's the wedding planning going? Yeah, he's got all. Oh, he's like 
I think he's through planning, right? He's in like happening. How's the wedding happening going? Um, should Typhus try to be in the Polish team next year or continue the content creator route of his life? Man, I like very selfishly hope he sticks to the content side because it is wonderful to have all of his content leading up to the event. Hundred um, percent. But like, obviously, he's a massive asset to the Polish team. So like, but like, selfishly, I would prefer that he kept doing content. It also seems better for him because it doesn't just like consume his entire life for six months in a row. Yeah, he only destroyed like two or three days of his life as he as he dealt with the uh, aftermath. Dude, he was yeah, it was, was a mess. Just, it was great. He was he was working for it. Uh, Japanese or Indian curry pass. Uh, Indian curry. Uh, when given a one to ten spice scale to order, what number do you give? Zero, if possible. Yeah, and the same for zero. I like like a five, like a five, where it's like pretty good, not crazy, solid. Usually it keeps me happy. Yeah, somewhere like between a five and a six, probably maybe a four, depending on what the actual. It depends uh, on where we are. Actually, if we're in a Thai restaurant, I stay below three. <laughs> yeah, I made that mistake in Thailand. It was just like, yeah, yeah, yeah this is this is medium spice. I'll be fine. Yeah. Was not fine. Yeah, for real. We got a. Uh, we went to a Pakistani restaurant when we were in Reykjavik that fucking slammed. It was so good. Um, as a general rule of thumb, that was like the best vacation. That place was fucking great. Oh, Iceland's amazing. Yeah, incredible place. I don't know how there's only like three hundred thousand people there. Well, because it does kind of suck to live there. I, it seemed good. You went in the summer. I mean it. I, I don't care about the sun being up. It could be like this all day. I wouldn't care. But like, I guess for some people, it's that's the a other thing. half of the year that sucks. What does that mean? Like you went during the summer. You do care. I, I about know. No, I understand. You... I'm saying like the part where it's like dark wouldn't bother me. But I get why other people might not you say that. You it say gets that real weird when you've not seen the sun in three weeks. No, I used to do that like on per. I don't know. Whatever. It's fine. <laughs> sure, I know. But yeah. so did I. And I'm. St I still like the sun sometimes. <laughs> um, and then Dan F asks, dark or white meat for fried chicken? Uh, dark. I, assume I don't really. Know. Dark generally. It's chicken, man. Who's going to complain? Does Iceland, does Iceland have dragon soup? Iceland does not have dragon soup, but it might have dragons. There's a lot of land there, and I'm not sure yeah, that I true. saw all of it. Right. We had one question, which was, how would we fix sisters? They need new mechanics. I don't think you can fix that army with points. I mean, the, the core army rule is fine. The miracle, miracle dice? dice or the possible yeah. to hit and wound? The, the, the miracle and wound, the below half strike. The detachment thing. rule is where you don't really yeah. want to yeah. go. They have great stratagems in that detachment, but the rules, yes, are, the, the rule itself is garbage. I think there's just like not enough things. Like they just like, like I don't know, they need like a plus one attack and AP. They just need Bloody Rose back. Just give them yeah. back <laughs> the thing that made them good. <laughs> or make their melters actually do something. Well, you got to give them damage on one side of the equation at least. Yeah, preferably in melee, just because the addition's kind of a shit show for it. We could use our melee army. Yeah. I would also like to have sisters at some point. Those models are sick. Um, ben says it was a fantastic life experience. Thanks for being a big part of it. For WC, this was specifically talking to you, Anthony. Yes, absolutely. I am very grateful for all of the parts of the team that were. You know, all of our teammates were amazing. I definitely am looking forward to continuing to grow the team with them. Um, Clown Mode says, "How excited should we we'd be? Should we be for Team USA next year? Great performance this year." 
And also, I love your image. Um, <laughs> that is a very funny image. Everyone should be super excited. Uh, the Team USA stuff is going to continue in the same way that it was. Um, there'll be like a more formalized application process <clears throat> for getting onto the team as a prospect, so that you know more of the community can try and get involved. Um, that is coming soon, TM. Uh, and then Shackleton Mangrum says, funniest list to come out of WTC. I have an intense amount of respect for Leshu's Dark Angels list. That was not on anybody's radar going into the yeah, event. Yeah, it's, it's got to be that. It's, I mean, like, I looked at it and was like, that's Leshu, and that shit's dangerous, and I don't know what the fuck that is doing. And then that was, like, kind of the extent of it. It is definitely the funniest list relative to, like, how good um, it was. I think Serrano's Blood Angels list was also kind of similar to the way Link, where that was kind of just generic Gladius with a combat unit, which much the same as mine. Yeah. Um, it was just a different flavor of combat unit. Yeah, it was, like, combat unit plus good Gladius stuff, which worked. But, you know, Luscious was definitely a lot more out there. Yeah. Um, and then, like, everybody in the top 20 besides Skark. And Skark's list wasn't cool. Skark's list was, like, evil. So, yeah. Skark's list, Skark's list was, was spreadsheet on a table. Yeah. The entire rest of the top of is just, like, genes that are called the Eldars and, like, a thousand sons or two. Um, so it's hard to be like any of them were super cool. I liked Oliver Rice's Black Templars list. There were some cool Marines lists at the tournament. Um, they just like were only okay or were pretty good, but but situational. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It wasn't really an event for super cool lists. Like there wasn't. It felt like we had enough time to mostly solve the like. This is what the best things of the faction are. It's more how you combine them as a team. Um, rather than being super far off of wow, Anthony's camera got super dark. Um, rather than being an event where we had a lot of like, oh, outside. cool, this is like superstar of the edition, and we're like, oh, we didn't know that faction was good. Like, there was a lot less of that. There was definitely a little bit, but we didn't see like three or four lists come out of the woodworks that nobody had seen before. It was yeah. a lot of people had dismissed this and didn't think it was worth including a team. It turned out there was a variant on it that was, but like, we knew that there was guard artillery lists. It was just, oh, you can build it specifically to be quite good in this situation that we kind of missed. And the same thing with like the Gladius list. Like, yeah, there was a version of the Gladius list that was very good situationally that we kind of didn't catch in that situation. Yeah. That was kind of the most of it. Right. I think that is us, unless anybody said anything in the live chat in the last two minutes. Um, well, we have the bots. So personally, I'm thinking we have a mask already. <laughs> and then Team America have Anthony, who's basically the size of like a like a stuffed mascot toy. So, <laughs> for the podcast listeners, Adam Camilleri asked us how long before WTC teams have NBA like mascots at tables, uh, like a big dumb kangaroo with a dude in it bouncing around being a nuisance. We're gonna get we're gonna we're gonna get a piper for this year to come in doing uh doing the bagpipes for us, so we can have entrance music like Australia did, where they just had a speaker in a backpack playing Lincoln Park. Yeah. <laughs> The, the dude in the kangaroo would be a great job for Josh McMillan. Put Maka in the kangaroo suit and let him bounce around. <laughs> you can't take his shirt off. He's in a kangaroo shirt. Uh, he can. It's just, just a shirtless kangaroo with legs yeah, and just, a head. Just That would be actually peak. <laughs> that would be incredible. Good energy. Um, it would give Bruno a job. That's true. Everybody, Trying to break Jeremy. No. Nope. Everybody needs one. We have our debrief in an, in an hour. So, sorry, Bruno, I'm being a dick. Um, that is all we have, guys. He's so, not sorry, I am very sorry. I'm sorry about. I'm not going to keep going. <laughs> he's he's only allowed to be mean to Chris on air. 
and Scary <laughs> and and Jeremy. Oh, okay. Those of us that can take it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and Chris. <laughs> <laughs> think Chris listens to this? I don't know. I just assume that somebody feeds back everything to him because he has like fingers in every pie as the eternal god captain of Canada, but yeah. He's got the Emperor's eyes. Anyway, thank you so much, everybody, for being with us for this episode 58 of Stat Check titled What Are We Doing? Anthony, do you want to see this episode title? I don't even have it in me to do like a good one after weeks of just being like, like looking at the meta and be like, what are we doing? Like, I just don't like, it's so fucked that it's like hard to muster a real one, you know? Okay. So for everybody who's watched the show, thank you so much for being with us. We will be here live 11 PM next week. Please do check out end of the matrix and XM one as they are both going to be live in between various interims of us being around. Check out the podcast. If you haven't listened to this before, there's tons of back episodes that all have something resembling valid content in them. Anthony's camera went dark again, which is always terrifying because he just suddenly looks like a spooky ghost. Yeah, that's what I am. Good luck to everybody who's at tournament this week. We are very much looking forward to watching the Nova coverage. I hope Eldar just like utterly crush it. I want to see like a top 16 that's like 15, El- 15 Eldar go, players Matt. and then 15 Eldar players and one dude with like Death Watch who's never played one who just has the worst top bracket of his life. I'm rooting. Oh. Rooting is super, super hard for our boy Matt. He played Eldar for us at the WTC this year. He lives really close to Nova and Nova as an event means a lot to him. So if he could win it, that would be fucking stellar. I love that guy, and I hope he does it. Also, I'm pretty sure it'll be a top 32 cut, so that'll be even funnier if, like, 30 of those were Eldari. 30 Eldar. <laughs> 30 Eldar, two dudes with Death, death Watch and GSC just to play like... each other and just put each other in round, f- in round five of the top cut yeah. and just get crushed. Yep. No, it's uh, it's going to be a good time. Best of luck to everybody who is at another tournament this weekend. Uh, if you are around and you see one of us, please shout out. Please say hi. Otherwise, uh, good luck to Tim. Actually, I want Tim to win Nova. Like, let's be real, but oh, yeah, let's also be realistic. Um, well, it, I mean, Tim's let's great. have Tim win his pod. Yeah, CK on CK in a Eldar world is fucking. I want Tim to be the thirty-second person in that pod. That's what I want. Hell Aww. yeah! <laughs> in the grinder bracket, knowing he's coming thirty-second, but also knowing that if he placed just, one lord, stick it 30, out. He could have been thirty-third. Just stick it out. Just grind it out. Get in the top bracket, Tim, and just fucking don't drop. <laughs> can't drop. Can't drop. Won't drop. That's all that matters. That's right. I think all right, Tim everybody. Could, I think Tim could surprise Shank and Aldar. I'm sure he could, but yeah. they, then he has to play a game of 40k, and that's the bit I'm not sure about. <laughs> Close the show. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for being with us. Please do check out all our sponsors and all that stuff that I mentioned earlier. Have a great weekend. Nathan would now say bye-bye, but none of us are going to do that. So we'll see you later. Fuck Eldar. Fuck Eldar. For more shows like this, check out the Goonhammer Media Network. More info at media.goonhammer.com.